Hello, everybody. Today's Nach Daily is Tehillim chapter 102. I'm Rabbi Shai Sussman, covering the entire Tanakh one parak at a time. This chapter is 29 psukim in it. Before we begin, many of these psukim take little imagination as to what they're referring to. As we can see the beginning of them taking place in our days, it's amazing to see how David foresaw the final redemption way before its time. Okay, now let's jump right in. This is a more well-known parak of Tehillim. It opens with the word a prayer of the poor man when he's faint and pours out his words before God. Some of the Forshim explain, David said this prayer about himself when his enemies wanted to stop him from being the king. However, most Forshim explain this was said about Gullus. Although it's written in the singular form, it's really referenced to the entire Klal that are considered like one entity. Obviously, like in all Tehillim, you should have yourself in mind when you say these words. The Medrash in Vayikra Rabbah, chapter 30, letter 3, explains the following based on our Pasuk. Rav Avin related, David is very hard for us to understand. He wanted to understand why sometimes David refers to himself as a pauper and other times as a king. So then Rav Avin explains the following rule about David. When David would think of his descendants who would be righteous kings, he called himself a king. The righteous kings were Asa, Yehoshaphat, Chizkiah, and Yoshia. But when David would think of all the bad kings who would come from him, he considered himself an unimpoverished pauper. The evil kings were Ahaz, Menashe, and Amon. In this parak, David begs Hashem to listen and answer his tefillahs. David articulates the national suffering of Am Yisrael has felt for over 2,000 years, saying things like in verse 6, My bones have clung to my flesh feeling completely isolated and vulnerable, like an owl in the desert, explaining how Amisar was lifted up and then thrown down. David then addresses Hashem in a very direct manner, telling Hashem how he'll have mercy on Sion, because not only does Hashem desire Eretz Yisrael, but Amisar does as well. As it says in verse 14, You shall surely arise to have compassion on Sion, because it is time to show her mercy. The appointed time has come. Certainly this is something we can feel nowadays. As Hashem is returning His nation, there can be no greater comfort than this. Every day we dive in three times a day for Hashem to have continued compassion on Eretz Yisrael and protect most of Kla Yisrael, which is now living in Eretz Yisrael, just like David had envisioned. Ultimately, the nations of the world will come to recognize God when they see how Hashem returns His nation at the end of days. This will show Hashem has not forsaken His nation, because God listens to the tefillahs of the Jewish nation. The theme of the rest of the prayer is how Hashem will look down from heaven and free all people imprisoned for the purpose of saying Hashem's name in His land, Sion and Yerushalayim, and how God has planned the redemption long ago, since the creation of the world. God is the one who keeps His bris covenant for those who follow the Torah. Let us merit to the last words of the prayer, B'nei Avdecha Yishkonu V'zarm Lefanecha Yikon. Your servants' descendants will settle in their land, and their children will be established before you. Again, these are our really amazing and exciting psukim. Let us open our eyes to see the Geula in our days. Thank you for listening, and have a wonderful day.